So, the General Assembly is uh, out of the Capitol for the short term, officially uh, done with the, with the short session here. And I think that means <laughs> that the uh, deal is completed for the people that Governor Yunkin nominated for different positions who weren't removed by the more zealous and I think you know horrible <laughs> members of the state senate who were democrats right you remember you know miss dutta who we had on who is a, um an indian immigrant or an Im- an immigrant from india a woman of color who was removed from the board of education by democrats uh betraying what a lie it has been from Democrats that they really care about minorities, that they care about people of color, that they care about immigrants, they care about women. You know, as long as they completely agree with everything the Democrats say, it's totally cool. But the second you get somebody who doesn't toe the line for them, they'll cut their throat in a heartbeat. Now, at Charlottesville, at the University of Richmond, University of Virginia, pardon me, there was a, a a nominee, Bert Ellis. And you remember we first talked about Bert Ellis because a student, a, a person of color, a young woman, uh, had been given the honor of living on the lawn um, at UVA, the original part of Thomas Jefferson's academical um, village. And apparently she didn't like UVA, even though they're giving her all these opportunities. And so she put F-U, you know what, UVA on her door. And Bert Ellis took exception to that as an alum who loves the school. He's like, what, if you hate UVA that much, why are you living on the lawn? And why are you still here if you really hate the school? So that turned into a controversy when he showed up and was going to, in theory, scrape that ugly, nasty, vulgar, uh, vulgarity-laced sign off her door. And when he was nominated to the Board of Visitors uh, by Governor Yunkin. It turned into a big scandal. And quite frankly, a lot of the people who were at the University of Virginia, in my opinion, um, dishonored themselves in many ways by fabricating information about Bert Ellis, uh, by not accurately reporting what happened, by... uh, abandoning the principle of giving someone an opportunity to defend themselves against allegations that could be damaging. I mean, they just really, uh, I think, abandoned every principle that I would have thought would have been really important for someone who attended the University of Virginia or was a leader at the University of Virginia. And it sounds like Bert Ellis is in and isn't going anywhere now that the General Assembly is out. Is that correct, Jim Bacon, from Bacon's Rebellion? Is this a done deal at this point? Uh, good morning, John. Yeah, it's a done deal. Uh, there's there's no evicting him now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, 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 the slander, well, the uh, fabricated outrage is ongoing. The, the latest in the saga is that uh, a local leftist author of a number of uh, political histories of Virginia, my name is Jeff, uh, Jeff Thomas, conducted a Freedom of Information Act request uh, for uh, Bert's emails um, in his capacity of board, a member of the Board of Visitors. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was some dispute uh, whether this is something that he needed, he should hand over or not. Yeah, it was kind of unprecedented. I don't think a, a member of the UVA Board of Visitors has ever been foia before. 
but uh, anyway, the, and they ended up handing over these these emails and uh, and, and text messages and oh, know, text so, messages from his phone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Now that I have not heard of from someone uh, in this kind of yeah. <laughs> so well, you know, text messages are a relatively new thing. So yeah. uh, anyway, mm. it's all, all all gets handed over, and uh, these are all private conversations in the sense that they were not meant for public consumption. Uh, but Thomas kind of gets it, uh, rounds up all the stuff, uh, picks picks the juiciest bits, and gives them off to the Washington Post, and then he gives them to the Virginia Public Media, and they publish these stories about the the, the language that that Ellis used. And now, now sit down, John. I don't want you to be triggered. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bert called someone a numbnuts, <laughs> and then he called someone else a schmuck. Wow. In his private correspondence. Oh, are you triggered? So, uh, yeah, so anyway, that seems pretty benign compared to the the very coarse language that's been used against yeah. him over the last few months. But, but you know, the people who hate Bird Ellis are just going to keep on hating, and, and whatever it takes, they'll, they'll seize on anything. And uh, so, this is this is the latest. And, uh, well, and, what's their and, allegation and, that that's just too rude for UVA? I mean, that's kind of surprising. No, you know, it's, it, they don't even make an allegation. They don't even say why. It's, they don't even say why there's anything wrong with it. They just, they just say, well, they just put it in the headlines and, and, the, uh, and the lead as if we're all supposed to be triggered and outraged and, and, and just horrified by this mm-hmm. language. And then they go on and rehash all the stuff, all the other stuff about Bert, all the other charges, devoid, most of which are totally devoid of context. And so it creates the impression that, uh, oh, this guy is just totally out of control now. I mean, they let him on the board of the visitors, and, and now he's saying all these unbelievable things and showing no respect to the, to the uh, employees of the University of Virginia. Well, you know, uh, again, these are private conversations. He was not saying this in public. And, uh, you know, you know, I mean, even if he was, who cares, for God's sake? I mean, well, who cares? Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. Even if, yeah, even if he said it right to the face, I mean, who cares? I mean, none nuts. Come on. By but, today's but, standards, but, that is truly nothing. But I saw one of the headlines in the Washington Post talked about that he's against diversity efforts and quite frankly i stood up and applaud i was like you know diversity equity and inclusion as soon as i hear someone pushing that that uh, moniker i know that i'm dealing with someone who may indeed be a reverse racist and anybody who stands up against that movement i'm excited that they're engaged in pushing back on it yeah well, let's be clear about one thing. When we say diversity, that's shorthand for diversity, equity, inclusion. But Bert is perfectly fine with diversity, and he's perfectly fine with inclusion. I mean, you know, we want we want every every, every people from all elements of society to have a, have a shot going to UVA, and when they get there, to feel that they belong there. That's all wonderful. The, the killer word is equity. And uh, equity in leftist jargon basically translates into equal outcomes. And that leads to all sorts of pernicious things. And, and that's, that's his problem. And he's no, there's no question he's going to fight it. And that is the real reason that people hate him, because they, they see him as a threat, and uh, they want to decapitate him or kneecap him any way they possibly can. 
How many people are on the board? I mean, if this is one person on the board, why is this this distressing to them? Well, there's 17 people on the board, but yeah. uh, but four four of whom have been appointed by Governor Yunkin, one of which is is Bert, mm-hmm. and four more in June, and, uh, and so 17 people that gives them almost a majority, and all it takes is one person to slip, and then the third year of Yunkin appointments, then uh, they'll they'll dominate and they'll be in a position to kind of like take charge and really. Um, deal with these these reversed racism kind of issues and 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 that's the real issue i mean that is that's what it's all about and and you know every time you take someone like bert and you drag him through the mud and you make him a uh, and you assault his reputation and his character and call him a racist and a homophobe and all other names i've called him uh you really create a deterrent effect and I think one of the things that, that Youngkin is going to probably ha- the problems he's going to have is like finding someone else of like mind to willing to serve on the board. Because who else is going to want to risk going through that kind of character assassination? Mm-hmm. So, John, we used to have something called Virginia Way, which people were like basically pretty civil and courteous to one another. Right. That's all gone. We have we Virginia now mon- mon- uh, mimics the politics of the national government. It's all just, uh, just, just dirty politics all around. <laughs> Jim, I know you, you're involved with the Jefferson council as, as one of their leaders and, and are in Charlottesville pretty, pretty frequently. Uh, I didn't go to UVA. I've got family that did. My father got his master's there and I spent a lot of time growing up in Charlottesville at different University of Virginia athletic events and events on on the uh, on the campus. Is there anybody pushing back there to say we'd like the old UVA back? I don't mean I don't mean racist UVA. If if there was a time that UVA was racist, but the the demeanor and the thoughtfulness, the cerebral element of of um, I don't know, just basic decorum that I think used to exist there and seems to be evaporating rapidly. Is there any faculty members or administrators who are left over who are flagging this as this school is changing in a way that is not good? Um, well, I would point to one prominent example, uh, Larry Sabato, who's obviously probably UVA's best-known uh, faculty member. Mm-hmm. Larry wrote a letter in defense of Burt. And even though Larry is kind of very liberal in his politics and, and very Democrat and has uh, tweeted repeatedly and vehemently about Donald Trump, uh, so we know he's not a person on the right. Yeah. But he very much uh, wants to uh, – he says it's no fun – it's not going to be any fun or any anything useful to run a class – run a program uh, in which students are only exposed to a very narrow sets of, uh, set of views. He wants intellectual diversity at UVA, and, uh, and he is one of the few professors there who's able to, willing and able to kind of, he's got the stature that he can't be canceled. And so he's spoken out, uh, but he is, uh, there are a number of other conservative professors there, a small number, but um, they kind of want to take a low profile. I mean, they don't want to be canceled uh, because it's just so overwhelmingly uh, the, 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 the faculty culture is so over, overwhelmingly leftist. 
What's the governor said about this situation? Anything? He hasn't spoken uh, publicly, but uh, he has uh, said privately that I mean he's he's backing he's backing Bert all the way. Mm-hmm. Well, it's remarkable that Bert got through. Uh, especially as hostile as the Democrats in the Senate were to some of the other high-profile people who had been toxified by the uh, the leftists, it's that's that's a pretty remarkable achievement. I hope he's able to bring things back to the center uh, at UVA, which I think would be a more fair position for everybody. And I appreciate you flagging it for us, Jim Bacon. Bacon'sRebellion.com. A bunch of stories that you will not see anywhere else. Go to Bacon'sRebellion.com. Thank you, Jim. Take care, Jeff.